spook school mentor had given of my boot choice. Lala, more officially known as Linda Pierce, had been proud. And I looked good, slender, but tough, capable. I clipped my badge to my belt at my waist and carried my service weapon in its oversized box under my arm, keys in the other hand. I was glad I had invested in the field boots, which were sturdy, waterproof leather. Goose grease was sticky, nearly impossible to get off shoe soles, and Rick had mentioned geese where I was going. I shooed the cats out onto the back-screened porch, into the dark. They didn't like being out so early, and Torquil hissed his displeasure, following me to the driveway. As I reached the truck, I said, Watch out for the hawks and the foxes. Kill a couple of voles, okay? Kibble when I get home tonight. Giving me a prolonged vocalization, he slid into the shadows. Within half an hour of waking, I pulled out of the drive onto the road to Knoxville. The address of the new offices of Silet Unit 18 entered into my cell phone's GPS. Behind me, the woods seemed to sigh with the coming dawn, the sound of owl giving way to hawk, deer prancing across the road in front of me, a six-point buck and two does. A juvenile fox darting in front of me, skulking after the deer, eyes and hunger bigger than his size or abilities. I took the unlit dirt and gravel road down and around the low mountains, or high hills, winding my way toward the Tennessee Valley in Knoxville. Around me, the night grew lighter, a gray on charcoal on midnight tone that said day was near. The road merged into a two-lane blacktop tertiary county road and then into a state road. By seven, light was coming over the horizon and I stopped at McDonald's for a special order bacon, egg, and cheese on a bun, with mustard, and a coffee. I could have eaten homemade granola cereal at home. It might have been stale, but it would have been cheaper. But I shook my head. I was clearly not the same person I had been. The new offices of Silet Knoxville were on Alameda Avenue, a new road on a patch of newly developed land off Highway 62. The building, ugly as only a government building can be, three stories with a two-top level set aside for Silet and for an eventual Psi CSI, whenever the government got around to fully funding the agency. The bottom floor was a deli and a coffee shop. There were no signs to indicate that I was at the right place, but I recognized the oversized SUV from the night before and parked near it. The second floor lights were on. An unmarked door separated Yoshi's Deli and Coffee's on, with an inconspicuous keypad at the side and a very conspicuous roving surveillance camera over the door. The security system looked high-end. Psy-led had spared little expense so far. I hauled my gear, including the witchy cuffs, the zip bag of lightweight silver-toned pens, and the heavy containment vessel that I had forgotten to give Rick last night, to the door, keyed in the code and climbed the narrow stairs to another door at the top. There was a keypad there, too, but this door didn't respond to my code, so I ran my ID card through the slot, and the door snicked open. The smell of coffee and donuts and stale pizza brought a smile to my face. They might have a fancy new office space with all the electronic bells and whistles that taxpayer money was willing to buy, but the unit was still the unit.
I walked through the door, which automatically latched and sealed after me, and JoJo pointed out an empty office cubicle by holding out a piece of pizza while talking on one cell, sending a text on another cell, and working on a file on her laptop all at once. Multitasking. Not my best skill set, unless it involved plants or farming. My office space was really a low stall with padded five-foot-tall half walls, a desk and two chairs, both looking hard and unforgiving. The government was determined to provide the best of everything except comfort for the employees. Not that I cared about comfort. I had a window. It was narrow and faced west, which wasn't the best light, but I could bring plants to work. The dawn light coming through the pane made me want to dance. Not that I danced, not ever. Even the thought made me sick to my stomach. Church women didn't dance, and I'd look like a cross between a kangaroo.